Well, hello there. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. Good to see you for the first time. First time today. First time today. If you weren't aware, we do batch record these, so we record three or four in a row because we see each other once a month. Yes. Um, so welcome to the Grow Your Solar Business podcast, Ryan, and listeners and listenettes. Is that a thing? Listeners and listenettes? Oh, not a thing. <laughs> not a thing. I'm going to make sure that's not a thing. Um, so today we're going to talk about an interesting topic. I think we've been hearing more and more about in the industry, and it's the idea of... It's interesting because there are these virtual sales teams that are basically getting together and going, hey, I can get really cheap lead cost in X state. And, you know, as marketers, we kind of go like, oh, yeah, we can get you HECA leads there, like $20, $30, like Louisiana, Arkansas, like anywhere in the Midwest, like places where door knocking teams aren't destroying. And sometimes that's for good reason, right? Like, I bet our cost per lead would be super low in Alaska, but finding utility providers and stuff that actually work with solar that aren't like. It'd probably be a great place to sell like fully off-grid systems, but those aren't usually cost-effective. Um, and so these virtual teams come in and say like, hey, we can do X, Y, Z. As a marketing company, we say, oh, that's great. You can get a 20 or $30 lead, $10, $15 all day long, no problem. And then somebody comes to us and says like, hey, you know, like we only want to get leads in Phoenix Arizona and then in a five mile radius in a five mile radius and we go like that's going to be super expensive it's not going to work and like we kind of get into this place of you know my opinion on working with a client is I don't want to work with somebody unless they have a really good chance of succeeding Mm -hmm. and so all the advice we're giving I want to give them and set them up in a place to succeed that's why we only take on people with you know X amount of budget. We want them to be in a place where, you know, they're going to win. They're getting enough leads to where they can make money. Money. Yeah. Cause you want to make money when you hire a marketing guy. If you don't, um, well, have I, I got a special website for you. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you know, I get on the prospect bacon Instagram every now and then I had a sales rep messaging on there and he was asking, you know, he said, what's, what's a good budget. I said, I don't, I, you know, what, what are you looking to spend? I can't tell you what the lead cost is or what this is or that is until you tell me what your budget is. It all depends. You know, mm-hmm. it's a great lawyer answer. It depends. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It, it all depends. And so yes. he was like, well, what about $300? I was like, well, that's great. If our company averages $52 leads and you spend $300, you're going to get six leads. Five. Five leads. <laughs> Yeah, five and you know a quarter of a person. Yes. And so with those five leads, do you think you're going to get anything? Probably not. And then you're going to turn around and tell your buddies, no, I worked with Prospect Bacon and they were terrible. It didn't work. They didn't get me anything. I, I got no clients from it. I didn't make any money. And so we know there has to be some sort of budget spent. There has to be some sort of area to be able to service because there's only so many people in a certain area that actually want solar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's all these factors that go in and, and because we work with 200 plus clients, because we spend $2 million plus a month, we know 
hey, for you to be successful, you at least got to start here. Yep. And so that kind of leads us into today of talking about small and local versus statewide. Like, which one do you go down? Because that's kind of the decision a lot of these people are trying to decide on. It is. And I, I think, you know, a lot of times as marketers and actually discussing this, I was thinking like, you know, sometimes do we fully give people the whole picture or do a good job? Because it's it's kind of this thing where uh, marketers love making their numbers look good. And that's that's a thing in the industry. And so, you know, like I'll go in my head. All right. Do you want one lead? If you have for every hundred dollars, do you want an $80 lead or five $20 leads? And always in my head, I go like, unless there's something really wrong, you probably want the quantity, but you know, a it's lot not of always true. Not always true. I come from a branding background and that's my, that was always my focus because I did content marketing. Mm-hmm. So my goal was to be hyper local, hyper saturated on a really small area. Yep. And so for me, if you would have said that, I'd say, cool, give me the highest quality lead in the smallest area. Cause I want, I want to be the man in that five mile radius. Yeah. I don't want anyone else to be here. Especially for, I think, your local solar companies that might have their installation in-house. You're based in there, you know, like, like if you do that right, like, you know, basically nobody's ever coming into your town. And that's in a great, mm-hmm. it's, it's where you're, like, your wife's law firm yeah. is kind of in that <laughs> spot. My wife does a, has a real estate law firm. It's very important, or it's a very uh, uh local business you know people go to it because it's the closest one we have good marketing and you know we really only service about a 15 mile radius and so that's all i need to spend money in could i go statewide yeah she's she could do a closing in anywhere in north carolina where i'm from yep but i only need the 15 mile radius and really only look at a 10 mile radius Yep. because that's where all of her people come from so i spend less money because I don't need to worry about a bigger area. It's higher cost when we run ads for her, but it's what her target is. Yeah, and so I think I think that's the important part, right? Like solar is such a new industry. You know, I, I think like especially here, um, like in the Midwest or on the East Coast, you know, our solar is a little newer. You know, it's not often you have the solar office with like the front desk receptionist, mm-hmm. the nice TV lobby. You got the salesman waiting in an office, ready, waiting to come out and talk to her. Like that's not the business model. Mm-mm. It's not like a come to you business model. It's a like you go to them, you knock on their door, you send out a mailer, and then you're sending somebody to their house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think because of the way solar's grown, you know, it's like every door knocking industry ever, everybody's switched from pests, from alarms, from satellites to solar and door to doors is very like transient kind of like swoop in a good area, knock it out. And so solar is just trying to figure out, you know, what it wants to be when it grows up (laughs) right now. And so you have these teams you know, that are very much like 
you know, we don't install our own deals. We don't really need an office or a place for a customer to go to ever. We just need a place to have sales meetings and uh, which, you know, sometimes it's just the owner's house or whatever. And then um, you have these kind of local installation companies, which are, you know, sometimes they're electricians that got out of the business. Sometimes they're a roofing company or a different type of company adding solar on. And it's figuring out, you know, like, how do I add this onto my business or how do I approach this, you know, more like a service business, um, which I'm beginning to sense the way this conversation is going to go. But I think we should still have it. (laughs) (laughs) If someone comes to you and they say, hey, I'm trying to decide on what I want my market to be. Do I want it statewide or do I want it? more of a local just the the big city in my area what do you usually recommend like how do you decipher what's the best opportunity for them well it's interesting right like first question is always going to be like hey how do you guys close appointments because like selling statewide in a place like texas it's a big state you're not going to be able to sell in home Unless, A, either you have teams covering every part of the state um, or you're selling virtually. We've actually been interestingly seeing these people who come in. They're like, if we get any leads in these cities, we're sending people in home. Otherwise, we're doing virtual. And so they're kind of getting this little bit of best of both worlds Mm -hmm. approach as far as just efficiency of working leads. Um. I think the uh, so that's where we're going to be first is like how do you guys work leads because like if you've got a sales rep you want to feed them two to three appointments a day you know that, that has to be in a pretty tight yeah like 30 50 mile radius yeah. to even work and yeah. for that to be that far two of them need to be pretty close by yeah because when our homeowners meeting with people when they're when they're off work yeah, so you just have after this, work huh you have this evening window yep of time and so like you're probably only going to get to two of them and like saturdays you want to stack full of appointments but if those are all across from everywhere and so it's logistically how does it work because as a marketing company we're always going to tell you well, more area is going to get you more bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. When you're getting more bang for your buck, we know you're likely to stick around longer. Mm-hmm. But one time, we had this company tell us and said, hey, we want to move from statewide to the city limits of this place only. And I freaked out. The account manager freaked out. The media buyer running the ads freaked out. And I was like, all right, I'm going to have to get on a call with this guy and he said Josiah you know like we are using this as a recruiting tool to tell reps they can work appointments only in their own backyard Mm. so this marketing budget is now a really powerful recruiting tool we are building our name in our own backyard our installation time is going to be very quick because we're not having to coordinate teams all over the state Mm. and I'm willing to pay double for a lead here Mm-hmm. than I would somewhere else. Because he was trying to get the the double approach. You know, yes. He wanted the brand awareness as well as the leads. Yep. And so he was getting kind of, you know, in his eyes, it was a bang for 
his buck from a content marketing and also yeah lead generation. I mean, and to us, like you know, anything over a hundred dollars cost per lead is yeah, we're like, scared. We're scared. <laughs> we're doing a bad job, and so it was interesting to hear this, you know, from somebody, you know, that there was value in that and I like that's going to be the big question like is it valuable for you to be really close all the are time are you trying to build sales now or are you trying to build a business for 10 years down the road yep and neither are like wrong yeah. answers no it's what do you want are you trying to stack money right now or are you trying to build a business that's going to last for the next 50 years because you built a name yep and so I, I think for like the, the answer like to the podcast question that is like, you know, both make sense. It's, it's what do you want yeah. as a business owner or for your marketing? There is value in building a brand hyper local. I think you get referrals out the wazoo. I, I think after 10 years, you're pretty much unstoppable in that small market. If you're not building that name or that office or doing ever like go statewide, cast that net, as far as you can um get you more opportunities more at bats and cheaper cost yeah I, I think as solar continues to evolve i think this choice becomes more important for solar companies to realize you know who we are who we're trying to be mm -hmm. and that like your marketing partners understand yeah what you're trying to do right um you know because if, if a client came to us and said hey we're trying to be hyper local we're trying to do this you know there's some things we would do to attack that differently versus mm -hmm. a client you know hey i want the cheapest cost per lead and i want a five mile radius it's like well you've got to kind of sure your cheapest cost per lead is going to be more than it would be <laughs> if you had a bigger radius yes that's exactly <laughs> what it is um but I, I think as the industry continues to evolve, we'll see, um, I think solar will start to shift more towards people trying to be more local, trying to be more in the same place. Yeah. Once the low hanging fruit dries up, you're kind of forced to, you know, you know, I'm getting shopped 200 times. Yep. Why is that? You don't have a name that causes people not to shop right um you know it's it's like uh i bought an office chair from office depot and office depot i checked the price on amazon office depot didn't have a name good enough for me to not to price check amazon well i'm in costco i'm not really checking amazon because i feel like yeah they're probably good i'm probably good yeah um same thing for your solar business well it was super fun chatting with you today ryan thanks for hanging out in the grand state of Missouri. Mm -hmm. um, listeners, if you have any um, questions about solar marketing, go to the find, uh, find on Facebook, the Grow Your Solar Business podcast. No, it's not a podcast. It's not a Facebook. podcast. No. Wow. No, it's just Grow Your Solar Business. Go to the FacePod on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Like. <laughs> Listen, no, go to, to the Facebook group, Grow Your Solar Business. Ask any questions on solar marketing. We will diligently respond to everything you ask. And I mean everything. Um, Ryan, 
been real. It's been fun. Hadn't been real fun, though. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys. See ya.